do you want to be apart from being an athlete? Our hope and prayer here on More Than an Athlete is to provide short, helpful, and biblical content that will equip you in becoming more like Christ and making Him known in your athletic spheres. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy this week's episode. What's up, athletes, you guys? I'm so excited today for our guest. Um, We get to just have the privilege to hear from Chris Elliott, and I'm going to have him introduce himself a little bit, but I first want to share just his heart and how I've gotten to see that through something he started, which is called Beyond the Game, and he kind of had the idea to start a 365-day devotional for athletes um, wanting to pursue Christ in their athletic spheres, and um, I'll have him share a little bit more about the why behind that, but it's been really neat to see his heart for athletes. And I'm excited today. We're going to be talking about post-grad in a little bit, but first I'll have him just introduce himself and where he's at in life and also a little bit about beyond the game. Thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited. Um, It's been awesome getting to know you kind of through the beyond the game and watching you kind of go off on your own uh, venture as well. It's been really Mm -hmm. cool. Um, but yeah, Grace and I were able to get in touch uh, with each other um, a couple months ago. Um, I'm an athletic trainer and I played basketball in college. Um, and so uh, athlete ministry and has been pretty big in my life. And uh, I grew up in an athletic family and sports. And so athletics have been huge. And so um, really about two years ago, right when COVID hit, uh, we were in the height of our basketball season uh, mm-hmm. for the school I was working for. And um, everything kind of shut down and there's a lot of bad things that came out of COVID, but I think there was some good in it too. And yeah. I think that was a lot of people to just kind of slow down and it's what happened to, you know, me, I was able to stay home and, uh, my life slowed down a lot. And, uh, kind of during that time, kind of felt like the Lord put this idea on my heart to do a, uh, devotional for athletes. Hmm. And I'm not a writer at all, or never, <laughs> never dreamed of uh, writing a book or trying to publish one. And uh, so I didn't really take the idea seriously. I thought yeah. it was a really cool idea for somebody else to do that wasn't mm. me. So um, I did my best to stuff the idea, um, but it kind of felt like the Lord kept bringing it up and putting it on my heart and I couldn't really shake it. And so yeah. Um, took a, several weeks to pray about it. And uh, finally at dinner one night, uh, I kind of pitched the idea to my wife who also played uh, soccer in college. And she's mm. like, yeah, what are you waiting for? You know, yeah. me the extra nudge that I needed to do it. Um, mm-hmm. So I decided to go for it. And as I was praying through it though, one of the things I felt like the Lord um, was kind of directing me to was as opposed to just writing everything from my sole experience and perspective as an athlete uh, to make the book as diverse as possible with different Christian athletes from different backgrounds and Hmm. different experiences with the idea being, you know, my experience and story as a male college basketball player might not relate to a female tennis. Right. (laughs) And so, um, so yeah, I kind of came up with the idea to do a 365 day devotional and try and get 365 different athletes, Mm. um, to write one devotional for one of the days out of the year. Um, and so I wrote one and got some, um, a small handful of uh, family and friends who are also college mm-hmm. and professional athletes to write one as well. And then I had them kind of refer me on to athletes outside of my immediate circle. 
um, those athletes agreed to write one and they kind of referred me on to more Christian athletes. Yeah. And, and so built up a really big network. Um, and ultimately that's how we were able to get in touch. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, as of right now, we're really close to 360. We're a couple short of 365, but we've got wow. athletes all the way from current and former college professional, you know, major league baseball athletes, professional CrossFit athletes, um, wow. you know, NFL athletes all the way down to division two athletes like me that nobody's ever heard of, <laughs> <laughs> uh, everybody in between. Um, so it's been really, mm. really cool. Um, just seeing, obviously I'm not the most qualified person for this, but being able to see the Lord just create so much out of, uh, what kind of seemed like pretty limited yeah. resources has been really cool. Um, yeah just just a resource for like you were saying for christian athletes to be able mm -hmm. to pick something up and see like the struggles they're going through that day is the same as you know what somebody right. else has already gone through or mm -hmm. um but even for a non-christian athlete to be able to pick it up and see like man all these people have the same struggles that i have but they get through it and their answer for how they cope with it is through their faith and through christ maybe this is something i should dig a little bit yeah more so I don't know who knows what the end the end kind of looks like but I'm I'm really excited mm. really seeing the way the Lord's been able to use it already in some people's lives and I know that you know he'll take it where he wants and yeah uh, we'll just keep going until he tells us to stop so. yeah that's awesome we were kind of talking about it before this but just even the small obedience and how God is blessing that and using it and it's just really neat to see how many athletes struggle with the same things while following Christ so I love that you just decided to go for it and start something so it's awesome um why don't you go ahead and just share about your testimony and just kind of your your story of knowing the Lord um and then also a little bit about what you're doing right now yeah so I um I grew up in Nashville Tennessee um was really lucky to be born into a pretty solid Christian family. Um, mm -hmm. My parents are awesome. My dad played basketball and baseball at Vanderbilt and then went on and played uh, for the Mets organization. And then uh, my older siblings played sports. My older brother played a couple of years ahead of me at the same university I played for. And so mm -hmm. um, grew up in a strong Christian family, um, uh, big sports background. And so those two things have always been, you know, in, integral parts of my yeah. life. And, um, I was baptized at a pretty young age and, um, and kind of as I grew older and sports got bigger in my life, middle school and high school. And, um, I tell people, I kind of started to wear God, like I wore a suit, you know, you only wear suits mm. on like weddings for celebration yeah. when you're mourning something. And so when mm. things were great, I was like, Oh, thanks God. When things were bad, you're, you know, praying that God helped me. And then everything in between, I was like, oh, I kind of, I got this on my own, you know? Yeah. And so the older I got sports got way bigger and bigger and I was lucky enough to get a scholarship uh to play basketball in college at uh Trevecca University Division II school in Nashville and mm. um and kind of in college basketball pretty much consumed my whole identity um yeah. and it kind of just kept getting worse and worse um up until my junior year um I was got pretty injured um I had that year, I think I broke four bones, herniated a disc, um, 
in that one season. <laughs> so oh my goodness. Pretty much all separately too. It wasn't just like <laughs> one. Like I didn't get hit by a car. It was all in basketball. Different wow. And, and so, um, so it kind of threw me into a spiral where basketball had like consumed most of my life and where, you know, areas that where God should have, you know, filled up, it was basketball and that got completely pulled from mm. me. And so, um, and so I was kind of lost my identity a little bit. And so um, from one of those injuries, I actually had to stay. I couldn't go on a road trip with the team. I had to stay back. And um, because of that, I was able to sit down and talk to two guys who were recruiting for Athletes in Action. Um, mm -hmm. And so I hadn't really heard of what Athletes in Action was. And so they kind of told me what they did. And I thought it sounded pretty cool. And um didn't really think much about it after that meeting. Um, yeah. I was able to kind of get back from that injury, started playing again, um, fractured my skull and got a concussion. So <laughs> I was out for the rest of the, uh, the rest of that season. And so uh, once I did that, um, they reached back to me a couple of weeks later and they're like, hey, we're going to go through early applications for this trip to New Zealand. We really want you to be a part of it. And so, wow. um, I was struggling pretty good at that time and um, kind of just like, you know what, like I need, I need something. And um, so I, I agreed to do it. I was able to, um, able to go on that trip and I thought we would be going to play basketball and, you know, uh, kind of sharing our testimony and stuff like that. Yeah. I didn't realize how much they were going to be pouring into us and it, mm. like, it rocked my world. It was awesome. Um, one of the things that, I probably will remember it forever. Uh, one of my favorite phrases, like when a good thing becomes a God thing, it becomes a bad thing. And so mm. that was one of the sayings that they really kind of pushed on us. And um, every day we went through some type of discipleship, um, which was awesome. And so, wow. um, so through that trip, it really kind of transformed my thing. It really opened my eyes to see like how much of an idol I made basketball, how much I pushed God to the side. And right. Um, and so as opposed to it just kind of being a, on the out, outward, you know, people saw me, they thought like I was a yeah. good Christian guy, I was doing the right things, but that's pretty much all my relationship with God was up to that point. It was just a checklist. Like I wasn't mm -hmm. doing this, I was, you know, doing this. And, um, so that's really my junior year at the end of that, when I was able to go on that trip was really when it became a much more intimate, real relationship with Christ on a much more personal level. Right. Um, and so it really kind of transformed in my senior year. Um, I wish I was, could say I got healthy after that. I blew out a disc and then oh, my, my goodness, you know, my senior year. Um, wow. But like looking back on it, as tough as that was, like the it was just a complete transformation of like um, the just the year before, you know, I was getting injured and I was mm -hmm. you know, pissed off at God. Like, why is this happening? Like I was, had everything kind of taken away from me. Um, and that that second year when I got hurt again, I was like, you know, I had complete trust. I was like, I yeah. know there's a reason and purpose behind this. And um and so, um, yeah, so kind of through all that, I got really close with my athletic trainer in college. Um, he and I spent a lot of time together. Yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> and so, um, and he was another guy who really mentored me and mm. kind of called me out saying like, hey, like you, you don't really have much plan after basketball and like, wow. that's what you're looking for and you need to kind of look for a lot more than that. And so, mm. um, so he was a good, like, 
professional mentor, spiritual mentor, really solid Christian guy. And so um, kind of through my relationship with him, I wanted to become an athletic trainer. And so after I graduated, um, I got my master's at Stephen F. Austin um, in athletic training and then got hired um, by them to work with their men's basketball team. So I got mm-hmm. to work with them for the last three years and then kind of felt like the Lord was calling my wife and I to Florida. And this past summer just moved here to IMG Academy where I work as an athletic trainer for their uh, basketball programs down here. So wow, um, that's awesome. The backstory, yeah, yeah, lots of injuries in there too. Goodness. Yeah. Another good thing, uh, hindsight is the last injury when I tore my ACL. Uh, went to physical therapy and met my who's my wife now, who's also recovering. There you go. So, <laughs> all things, all things are redeemed. <laughs> God, yeah, God working those out for. Um, you're good. <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Well, today I'm really excited and we had talked about this, but you know, this is speaking to me as well. I'm graduating in a couple months and kind of transitioning out of the athletic life. And it's cool because you're still in the life of athletes, but you're not an athlete anymore. And so I'm excited just to get your perspective on post-grad and kind of talking about that transition. And so, um, first off, I just kind of want to hear about like what your post-grad transition looked like? Yeah. um, So I kind of touched on a little bit. Uh, Mine was a little bit different because it came (laughs) came a little earlier. Um, And so um, I was kind of in between. I had a couple chances to go play overseas professionally, Mm -hmm. um, which I was kind of debating doing that. And then tore my you know, that kind of shut the door on that um, because I knew I wanted to get in athletic training. I knew I wanted to kind of move on and I didn't want to mm-hmm. postpone that. And so um, I remember the biggest thing I remember is um, you just don't really like, it's a lot of unknown. Like you think you're ready for it. And um, what I really wish I would have done is prepared a little bit better. Um, yeah. I think a lot of times athletes, you know, they look back and they or um, in your position, you're like, oh, I just don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about it. I really wish I would have thought about it a lot yeah. more uh, mm-hmm. because it's going to happen whether, you know, you're ready for it or not. Um, and so, and I remember like in those first couple months, just kind of feeling a little bit lost. And mm-hmm. it wasn't that like, you know, I was going to church. I had a decent community around me. Like right. uh, my relationship with um, the Lord was good, but it was still like, you know, you put like, 10, 15, 20 years into one sport and then you're so done, true. you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, and it, there is a, there is a hole, whether it's a healthy hole or not a hole. You know, yeah. A hole. Yeah. So, um, so I remember for me, like one thing, it was just like, you're so regimented and then that stops. And then you've got to like figure out, you know, what your day to day looks like. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the other thing is like, you're working out, you know, as an athlete, four hours a day. Right. Um, and then, and all the, you know, I'm an athletic trainer, so I can know like the science and health of things, but just the like biochemical, you know, response your body has to that physical activity. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden that stops. And unless you're getting paid to do it, like you don't have four hours in your day just to like work out. Right. You know? or be active anymore and so I remember just feeling like physically just feeling different like what's kind of what's wrong with my body you know you kind of have to figure out how you feel you know post post athlete life yeah and then the other thing is too is like 
your community and your friends are just going to be different. You know, I, yeah. um, I remember on our graduation day, like three or four of my best friends, um, one moved back to Texas, one moved to Georgia. Like the other one didn't really, we probably knew they weren't going to stay here. We didn't really know where they were going to go. And so yeah. I didn't know where I was going to go, you know? And so mm-hmm. we're in college, like you've got an unbelievable community of people. You eat lunch with the same day. You practice with the same people, you know? Right. Um, or yeah you know that that completely changes mm-hmm. so, so I think like it's a really good season of a lot of uncomfortability like and, right. well, you can't grow unless you are uncomfortable and so mm-hmm. you, I remember kind of like feeling a little bit lost at first but then like all right I just need to like dig into this and mm-hmm. understand that you know this is where growth happens and I think that people go one or two different ways you know you lean more into what you know and so if you're grounded in Christ you know you're going to surround you're going to find a new community of yeah. like people yeah. and stuff like that. um and then I know some other friends of mine who they weren't really as grounded in Christ and they they got finished with their sport and they didn't really know where their identity mm. was, so they went looking for different places that yeah you know yeah um, so yeah, that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of where, how I was, where yeah. I kind of got removed from it and um, remember feeling like totally physically different. Remember right. Yeah. Out, um, how to manage it. And then, and then I actually moved um, to Texas too. And so, you know, you were thrown, I was thrown out of like the athlete community and then I was thrown out of like the state I grew up in pretty much. Yeah. Wow. So you kind of got both of those. (laughs) Yeah. And so it was like, it felt like I was starting my life over Mm. and that's when I got, I was just really appreciative what I had been through. Yeah. You know, the work the Lord did in me, because I mean, it's easy when you're, when you're leaving a community, especially when you're leaving a city or a state where, you know, everybody, you're going to a place where you don't know anybody, you know, you can really start your life over. Yeah. Yeah. I I was lucky that, you know, I, I had no need to, you know, my, my identity is pretty firmly planted and right yeah that's good yeah just start working now towards that you know Mm -hmm. um prepare yourself now don't don't avoid it you know it's gonna happen yeah you're thinking about it or not really let yourself experience you know those emotions and those thoughts and Mm -hmm. surround yourself with people who have gone through it already you know get their advice opinion kind of like what you're doing right yeah what do you, you kind of talked about this a little bit of just how you wish looking back, you would have prepared a little bit more. Do you have any good, just practicals of thinking of upperclassmen or even a fifth year or sixth year with COVID, um, listening to this, like, what would you say are good practicals of how to prepare to graduate? And even, I think it's cool. The perspective you have as an athletic trainer of, you know, there's your body reacts in different Mm -hmm. ways as well outside of like spiritual too. So what would you say are good practicals for um, preparing for this? Yeah, I was a, I'd say first, like physically, like if you take everything out of it, everybody's body is a little bit different, you know, like yeah. some people that like I, I ate pretty healthy in college, but I wasn't like super consumed about like what I was eating. Um, and and so I think establishing good habits now and like if you have resources of like dietitians, yeah. nutrition and stuff like that. Um, just understand that like what you, if you don't have any conscientious about like what you're putting in your body, like that's going to catch up to you. Mm. you know? And so eating, starting like healthy eating habits, I think is really good uh, while you're in college. Um, I think having a plan for how you're going to stay active. My wife and I are completely different, you know, like 
what she she stays fit and active going on walks running with the dogs and stuff right um I have a different you know um exercise routine stuff that I feel good doing but mm-hmm. having some type of plan like don't just end your career and then be like oh shoot now what yeah um, it has nothing to do with like physical appearance or anything like that it's just your body responds really well to exercise and so when mm-hmm. you're going for four hours a day and then you go you don't have a plan of you know yeah like as from an exercise um you're gonna feel like more hits of like some you know mental some yeah. mental struggles and right. stuff like that and so I just say so prepare yourself like from a physical health standpoint like mm-hmm. know know how you're gonna I know some people they join the CrossFit gym because they still like that idea of community and, right. and stuff like that some people avoided that they just wanted to be outdoors like they go hikes runs like all that all the time but having some plan of mm-hmm. some way you can stay active and look forward to that I think is really really important especially for athletes who are just used to that right um, and who use and I think a lot of us use athletics as a way to cope with outside stress also mm. you're gonna have the worst stress of work you're gonna have the stress of different relationships and stuff right like that. so yeah still being able to have, to have a physical outlet I think is really important and then another thing I'd say is like your community I kind of touched on like a lot of my friends, we all moved to different states and right. we still keep in touch very regularly. Like they're so very big parts of my life. Um, and so while you're in college, I think it's really important to get with the right community, get with the right, you know, people, like-minded believers around you for two reasons. One, like, you know, that no matter kind of what directions y'all go in life, like you're going to split up at some point knowing that like, yeah, you can always call them. You can always fall back on them. Like, if you're struggling, you know, they're going to be there for you. But at the same time, I think it also establishes good habits of, you know, this is the type of community I'm looking for when I'm, right. you know, when I'm graduated and I moved to different states, I know the same type of people I, I need to look out for. Mm-hmm. You know? I think that's just really important because, um, I mean, even Jesus, like in his ministry, uh, he brought 12 people along with them. Right. Um, it's really important to have a really, really good community around you. Um, and I mean, even, even now, like, uh, when, when we left Texas and moved here, uh, we had a really good community in Texas and Mm -hmm. we had a really big, my wife and I had a really big life decision, um, to make whether we left that community and kind of started a new life here. Um, while it was really tough leaving them, they also made it really easy because they were praying with us. They were, you know, Mm. walking through it with us and they were encouraging us to, you know, follow, follow God's calling here too. Mm. the habits you kind of create with the community, like in college, while you're there. I mean, that's what I loved about college is it's kind of everything's kind of spoon fed to you, you know. Yeah. Um, you're in the dorms together, you're in the apartments together, stuff. Right. Like that. And so, like, the more you can take advantage of that and build those build those relationships, it just carries over. You know, um, mm-hmm. practice those later on in life. You know, with community, whether it's you move churches or you move right. Students. Right. and because again like I know people who you know they they kind of had the oh when I I'm going to grow up like I'm going to experience college and when I get out I'm going to grow up and Mm -hmm. stuff they surrounded themselves with people that you know got them in trouble and then when they left college you know that's all you know and so you Mm -hmm. find more people like that and so um I think it's pretty important just to you know um find a really strong community find a really strong couple of friends yeah make sure that you know people that you can lean into those decisions just are a 
are made a lot easier. Right. Um, so that's what I would say. Mm -hmm. And then um, from just a personal level, one thing I wish I would have done, I just want to encourage a lot of other people to is mm -hmm. focus a lot on your personal relationship with Christ. Mm -hmm. um, just, just you and him, you know, mm -hmm. I had, I had a really good, you know, group community of people in college. I had a, like 10 or 12 of us male athletes from different teams. We had a Bible study where we met um, every week. And it's really easy, you know, as a Christian to kind of rely on that community for yeah. your only source of your, your only source of what's filling your cup up. And then when that's removed, when you're removed in some way from that, mm -hmm. and it's what happened to me is like, I, I relied so much on them and that community and that fellowship that uh, when I was kind of removed from it, I saw, oh, shoot, I was only relying on that. Like, I yeah. wasn't spending much time you know, personally, like in the word, uh, reading the Bible, praying, you know, stuff like that. And so um, I kind of look at the parallels with your athletic life, with your spiritual life. Mm. You know, like good players don't just show up on games, you know, they prepare for practice. Great players just don't show up to practice and try and perform well, you know, they go through weights, individual workouts, stuff like that. Um, and it's kind of the same thing with your spiritual life, you know. Yeah. Um, when times get tough, you rely on your community, you know, but before that you have to develop yourself spiritually and, um, grow and mature, um, and just become, you know, build a more intimate relationship with Christ personally before, right. um, at the foundation of everything. Yeah. Um, that's, so that's just kind of what I would try and encourage. Yeah, that's really good because I think of kind of what you're talking about is making sure our personal relationship with God is being prioritized and not relying just on the group or the community or the ministry. And that's solely our goal is to know God and to be able to make him known to others in our athletic spheres. And so I think that's a good reminder to thinking about even if a freshman is listening to this, the things that the habits and the practicals that Chris is giving right now can also be used throughout the rest of your life. And so um, I think that's an awesome reminder because those things should be implemented now and not just okay, when I'm done with practice or when I'm done, um, being a college athlete, like that once I want that to be the mark of my life mm -hmm. after being an athlete. So I think that is a great point. Um, do you have anything else, even thinking about your freshman self or, um, kind of about to step into the post-grad life? Do you have anything else that, um, you would want to say to yourself at that time? Yeah. Freshman me, it's like, just like just embrace like things are going to be difficult and that's okay you know yeah it's not the end of your career it's not the end of like college or anything like that um I think just looking back now I mean it took me three and a half years of college before I was able to appreciate the struggle of injuries mm. the struggle of different you know uh, mental you know um you know uh, mental hardships and stuff like yeah. that and um, but now I'm able to look back and cause like, like I said, life doesn't really get easier. It just gets different, you know? Yeah. And, um, and so, but I'm able to look back on my experiences of like, man, I've made it through some pretty tough stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and so just that experience kind of helps me even now, like whatever I am, five, six years removed from college. Right. Um, but yeah, I think like surround yourself with, I think you'll see it a lot as freshmen. You see people come in and when within the first two or three months, their life goes one way or goes the other. Because, right. You know, they have the freedom 
um, you can do whatever you want. You know, you can kind of reinvent yourself. And so um, surround yourself with the people that you want to mm. you want to be, you know, in the next 10, 15 years of your life. Mm. And, it's good. Um, and I think that's really important. Um, and then I think like fast forward to a senior um, in college, like I also think it's important to leave a little bit of a legacy behind, you know, whatever right. that like, like I know I've talked to you about just some of the discipleship on your team and mm. how important that is. And I don't think I appreciated how important that was um, when I was a senior. Mm. Um, but I think that, you know, and this isn't a prideful thing or it isn't anything like that. But if you, you know, cultivate uh, whatever program you're a part of right now to where um, the Lord is able to kind of use you like years mm. after you're gone, you mm. know, um, don't just fit don't just think like you did your four years and you're done and then right. nobody's ever going to think of you again you know as mm -hmm. a senior you've got a freshman on your team or on another team who's watching you and you have no idea yeah and, yeah uh, that's good and i think just being able to like a, be able to just create an environment where the lord is able to kind of work through you mm -hmm. and that you know that lives kind of in that community long after you're removed. I think that's really important and something yeah. I wish I would have been more conscious about, you know, mm. um, as I was going into my senior year. Yeah, that's good. It reminds me of second Timothy two, two, and just being able to entrust what we've learned to the gospel and discipleship and entrust that to others that are faithful mm -hmm. and how it's so neat to think of a program continuing that a, a team whatever it is continuing that because of one faithful person that was on that mm -hmm. team years ago and years down the road so i love that practical last question um what would you say it means to you to be more than an athlete and that can be thinking about your college athletic experience or even as an athletic trainer um what would you say it means to be more than an athlete yeah i mean i love the I love the slogan. I think it's really awesome. I mean, I think to me, first, I look like spiritual, like mm -hmm. as a Christian athlete, you know, you're more than just an athlete, you know, athletics right. isn't what defines you. Um, and I think understanding that frees you up from a lot of um, any type of performance and, you know, it doesn't really matter. Um, but I think yeah. at the same time, like, I love the contrast and, um, you know, your performance isn't, your, your identity isn't weighted on how you perform, but at the same time, like the Bible also says, do your work as under the Lord. And so mm. um, it doesn't just give you, you know, a pass to like, oh, I can just sit this one out. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's still very Christian to work hard and, mm. you know, have a very strong work ethic. Yeah. Um, and so I love the, I love the contrast, you know, there. Mm -hmm. Um, but then I just think too, like, uh, life is more than, you know, more than your playing field right now. And, hmm. uh, whether you're done in college, done in high school or, and you're a professional, you're going to be done eventually, you know, right. so, um, again, just goes back to the, you know, the habits that you're forming right now, it's going to carry on, um, with you past athletes. Hmm. And so, um, I think platforms like beyond the game platforms, like more than an athlete are really mm -hmm. good to, um, to kind of, uh, continue to encourage athletes and, um, encourage one another in a community yeah. that 
you know, there's more to what we're doing than just what's, what's shown on the scoreboard or what's mm. on the playing field, you know. And so um, that's kind of what it means to me. And I love I love what you're doing to mm. encourage, encourage other athletes to yeah. look beyond just, you know, what they're doing as, as athletes. Right. That and I love what you're doing with Beyond the Game, and I'm I'm just excited to see God continue to use that. So, Chris, I appreciate you being on here and just talking about post grad transitions and the practicals, and also just the main theme of living it out now and not when we graduate, and not waiting until we are out of college. And so, I think those are so helpful. So, I hope you athletes have a great rest of your week. And thanks again, Chris. We appreciate you. Hey, we want to thank you for listening. Did you know that you could help more than an athlete by rating, reviewing, and subscribing? Follow us on Instagram at more than an athlete. And the more that you do this, the more athletes can tune in and find the content. We hope you found this week's episode helpful and encouraging.